What's up, everybody? This is Sarah with 9-4 Radio. This is a extension of the Sunday evening podcast that I had kicked out, podcast episode number two, where we talked about countdowns to my 40th year and riding the ride with me and how that may translate into your life making big moves, right? Making Making big moves, making doing things, doing big things, riding the ride with me can absolutely translate into achieving your own goals, right? So you can listen to that whole podcast. It's episode number two. And just as a quick recap, set a mile marker, right? So that's for me, it's my birthday. That's not more than six months away, but not less than one, right? So um, I'm at that 10 week mark, which is pretty solid. And enlist a super friend, and I did that. I got my super friend. And choose one thing in four areas, right? So focus on one thing in movement, one thing in fueling, one thing in recovery, and one thing in mindset, right? And that's the, that's the recipe that I'm, I'm currently using to, to make it happen, right? And... The overall, the everything that fit under the umbrella, so to speak, for me personally, is taking action. That's for this, um, if you can think about like a season in your life, a training cycle, a semester, a, and anything, right? My intention, my overall overarching one intention for this time for those next 10 weeks until my birthday, it's taking action. I, if you know anything, if you know me, I am very good at planning. I'm very good at setting a calendar. I'm very good at like dreaming of the schedule and like fitting all the pieces in. And then I can, I can overthink it and never start. And I have decided that for these next 10 weeks, I am going to default to taking action, right? If you listen to Jocko, it's default aggressive. And that's not to say I'm going to take action on everything. It's to say that if I don't know what to do, I'm going to do the thing that I take that, that means I'm taking action, right? So if it's 30 minutes and I can either go work out or I can sit down and like, I can sit down and, and take time to take some time to like plan out a workout, I'm just going to go work out. Right. And then I, when I have time, I'll obviously put a plan together, but if it's, if it's down to the wire and it is think about doing something or doing something, I'm going to go do something. Right. And that has shown up tremendously in the, uh, the last three days. And that's what I wanted to check in and, and talk about a little bit. And really be that example or or show you that example or bring you along the ride of what it actually looks like to to completely compress a timeline right and the magic that taking action gives you and i want you to really really understand that Everybody can take action, regardless of where you're at, regardless of your situation. Everyone can take action. So 
Let's talk about that. I, in the last three days, signed up for a professional certification test in a profession that I am not currently in. So it's a test I'm qualified for. But it's not something that conventionally would make sense, right? Um, I applied to take the test. I bought a course to prepare for the test because it's a big one. I joined a gym. Paid for a full year in full. Made a new commitment um, there. I... I'm doing things. I'm doing the things, right? So we'll talk about those two specifically. So I've obviously, I put together a workout log. I put together a um, a fueling log or a, f- a food journal. I am doing the workouts, all of that. But those are two big things, right? That That show I've taken action this week. And I want to talk about what that actually means. So Um, this project management professional is PMP certification. It, it is a gateway, right? It, it's a, it's a certification that will make me far more appealing to a university. And right now I'm targeting the university of Mary to get on their, um, become a, a a member of their project management teaching staff. And I, I went to University of Mary, got my bachelor's, got my master's degree there. And when I was there, I worked full-time for the guard, the North Dakota Army National Guard. So I got the education and I, I will contend that I absolutely put that education to use, but I wasn't in a conventional project management setting, right? So almost out of the blue, um, I, I got to a point where I realized I was doing things because they were available and not because I loved them, right? So professionally, I'm, I'm, back, I'm back on my own. And... I want to change that. I got super clear on what I wanted the minute that I stepped away from what I felt was safe, right? It's not to say that I don't want to coach. I want to coach. I want to teach. And I want to be a project manager. I kind of want all the, I want, I want it all. And it's, I'm taking steps to make that happen because it's completely doable. So also, Take that, take some notes. If, even if it's unconventional, that doesn't mean it's impossible. And even if it's impossible, it doesn't mean you can't be the first one to do it, right? So that being said, my first order of business is to get this, this PMP certification, right? And it is unorthodox also because I'm not getting it with the, with the intent of becoming a project manager. 
in the conventional sense, right? I'm getting that certification so I can teach or not even so I can teach. So I'm more appealing, you know, to a university or college as, as a facilitator, as an instructor, as an adjunct professor, whatever you want to call it. And it's something that I've honestly thought about for since I like since I left the guard. So since since I left my full time position with the North Dakota Guard back in uh, the end of 2017, I had absolutely considered going back to University of Mary and and teaching. Right. And I had actually kicked around getting this PMP certification and it. In my mind, it never, I couldn't see it. it. It didn't make sense, right? So I just, I didn't. And to be 100% honest, the application to take the test did not make it e- any easier. If I was on the fence, that application was very intimidating and I just didn't, right? I, I had the education. I had the specific um additional professional education. So I had my master's in project management. I had my four-year degree and I needed to reflect 36 months of experience project managing. And that was like just that experience collecting that. It just, it looked super overwhelming and I just never did it. Right. So that, that's a thing that like, it's been in the back of my mind, but I've, I've just never taken action on. And I've, in the last week and a half, two weeks, it's become like that whisper has become a lot louder and I do want to teach. And I, I love the framework that project management offers because inside that framework is an entire universe to be as creative and awesome as possible. And in a very stuffy, what I would consider stuffy industry, I want to teach people the rules so that they can test test them, right? You got to know the rules before you break the rules. And so that's that's my ultimate goal is to teach a framework in such a way that it makes everything inside that framework seem possible. And that my first step is is getting this PMP certification, right? It's it's not the thing that's keeping me from being a a great candidate, but it's something that will make me far more desirable. It's going to help with their keeping, you know, bolstering the accreditation and all that good stuff. So this is things that I've kicked around in my head for a long time. And then all of a sudden Monday morning, I'm sitting having coffee with like a tremendously great friend and I'm telling her about it. And she's like, you got to do it. And here's why, right? The test is changing in January and the application process has just changed. So now is the time. And it was more words than that, obviously, but I was just, I was primed and that was the catalyst. So I did it. I, you know, I, I, def- I was default aggressive. I took action and I had already like told myself, well, I'm like, well, I need to apply and that's going to take time. And then I'm not going to have time to study for the test. I'm not going to have time to take the test. And I told myself in my mind that, well, I can apply 
and however long it takes to apply, you know, to get to go back and forth, then I can obviously, I can, I don't have to like apply and then wait. I can apply and learn, right? So I did that. So I, I have this prep course that I'm taking and it's great. And we'll talk a little bit more about that, but like the overarching theme is like taking action is great. Um, that same day, I, well, backtrack just one minute. It took me less than an hour to complete this application, to take the test. And this is a, an obstacle that has, I mean, I've sat and stewed on for years, literal years. And it's not to say that a year ago it would have been easier to apply, but all of a sudden, the one thing that's kept me from the certification, I completed basically by myself and some, you know, some internet wizardry in 45 minutes. There's nothing out there that with with the want and desire cannot be accomplished. So I did that. I, and then I, I fed off of that momentum, right? So then I applied, cool, that's a thing that exists. What else do I want to do, right? You just feel like I just felt an, a huge adrenaline rush and I, it, it felt great. So cool, let's get a, I need to prep for this. So let's find the best fit for preparing for this test. And I did that. And in that same, that same phone call, I had talked about looking, uh, working out at home is great. I did it during quarantine. I did it over the winter, kind of. And when I went back, when I did go back to a brick and mortar gym, like I just wasn't in the shape that I wanted to be in and being in shape and, and feeling good are things that are important to me. And so we were just talking about that and it became very clear, like just in talking, it became very clear that I'm obviously holding myself back and I need to be amongst people, right? My mom's going to be super excited to hear me um, say that out loud, right? Because she gets nervous with me working from home. I don't see anybody, but I'm going to see people, right? And and there's just a level of there's just a level of not even competitiveness but like supportiveness that comes from working out alongside people who are at the gym because they want to be you're not at the gym with people who don't want to be at the gym well i mean you are but like not enough so that they stay home right when you are in a gym setting you are with like-minded people different goals different ideas different everything but commonality is they just they want to make themselves better right so i i looked at all my options and pulled the trigger on on a on a gym and it was it was too easy for me to not take full advantage of 
military discount and paid in full and year and the whole thing, right? So it's it's one of those things that I'm going to go all in. I'm not going to... It's not about price. It's about the fact that I was riding a lot of momentum. And I was like, all right, we're doing it. Like, this feels right. Every time I've made... I, I've taken big action, it's felt right. It's It was almost like I was on a bullet train. And there's literally nothing that was going to stop me. And with that, I will transition to the cost of taking action. It's not a bad thing, but there are some obstacles that like need to be overcome. So I have a like I have a history of taking big action joining the military, volunteering for deployments, resigning my full-time position with the guard, becoming, uh, taking, having no CrossFit experience at all, going to take their coach's certification. In every one of those instances, I did not I considered it I like I took consideration of the decision but anybody who was around me at the time would 100% say that that decision or that hearing me like say the decision kind of came out of left field right it kind of came out of nowhere and that's that's true right I I think about it enough to be comfortable and then all of a sudden like we're doing it. Same thing with my tattoos, right? When I make a decision, it's it's like it's already done. Um and that's not always great. So I'm getting better at recognizing that my decisions have second and third order effects. That's not to say that the action isn't good, right? It's to say that if I'm the kind of person who is going to continue to make decisions like this, that needs to be agreed on or like taken into account with, with the people in my life because my decisions ultimately affect them also. And that was a big realization that I'm like still kind of working through. It's not, it's not to change me, but it's to be far more forthcoming with things I'm thinking about. And just like everybody that would tell you that all of my big decisions came out of left field they would all also agree that I could stand to be more forthcoming with like things I'm thinking about. So using not only taking action, like that's the thing that I'm, I'm doing and learning from, but it's the shadow lessons that also exist from, from taking action. Um, So 
take like taking into account other people's second and third order effects of my decisions, right? I had to not explain my decisions, but I had to like open up to everything that I, not everything, but like, like open up a bit about this decision isn't really from left field. This is where it's coming from. And it's, it's, it's actually helped me clarify my story for myself. So I'm getting this PMP certification so that I can be a more attractive adjunct professor, professor prospect for the university of Mary, right? That's, I could just say that I'm getting my, you know, I want, I'm getting my PMP because it, it felt like the right thing to do. Right. But it, it's so much more clear and like, Oh yeah. Okay. I can get behind that. And then all of a sudden it's, well, you know, while people in my life do support me, it gives them a better, a better, I guess, a like a better idea of where I'm going and like where it's going to lead because people in my life have ridden all kinds of rides with me and having a better understanding of the decisions leading up to the decision or like the mindset or the the ideas leading up to the decision just makes it a more, they're not just riding a ride, they're being a part of my life, which ultimately is what I want also. So shadow lesson, right? Um, Another not shadow lesson, I would say a, a, so you have the, the, the taking action. That's the, Hell yes, that's the plus sign, that's the pro. The shadow lesson that like communicate better, right? That's that's what I'm taking with me. Communicate early, communicate often. Um and the not even like a backlash, but like the obstacle that comes with any action is all of the gremlins that come up, all of the second guessing that comes up, all of the, all of that. And so I want to talk about that too. The, I sat down um, and like listened to my first, second video for the test and they haven't even gotten into like the content yet. They've only talked about the test qualifying for the test, applying for the test, and then about the test in general. And I multiple times felt my heart pound, questioned my ability to take this test, questioned my um, my, my readiness, honestly. Like, I'm, I'm not in the pro- project management field per se. Like I'm not in the conventional project management field. I don't have a conventional PM background. I don't have a, uh, a verified, like a, a green light go, um, 
validation of my application. So like that's still being in review and all of the, it's almost like I, I jumped off the, uh, like I jumped off a, from one side of a cliff to another. And before I've reached that solid ground, my gremlins and second guessing and self doubt is, is catching up to me a little bit. And when I'm, when I make big decisions like this, I've done it in a way where I can't get out of them. And that's a good thing. Because if, if that was ever an option, I, while I would love to think that I would never, I would never, I would never backtrack. I can't say that that's the case. So every big decision I've ever made, once I've made it, it's done, right? So I joined the military. I will tell you, I had the same thoughts everybody had the very first night. They slept at the reception company, at the reception station, laying in that bed, wondering what I did. I've made a huge mistake, right? Everybody that's ever joined the service has had that feeling like, oh, I've made a tremendous mistake. This was not a good idea, right? Um, Same thing when I decided, you know, when I put my name on the volunteer list and I was picked up for deployments. At the time, hell yes, I want to do it. And I would be lying if I said the minute, like, the minute I was picked up, you just get a shot of adrenaline. You're like, all right, we're doing this thing. And then five seconds after that, when the first adrenaline bump wears off, you're like, what the, what did you just do? Right? I would be lying if I didn't say that that was the case. And this is honestly no different, right? I signed up. I put money down. Could I, could I just have put money down and never done it? Yes, 100%. That's not who I am. I invested in myself. I have a history of making big decisions and seeing them through. And it's that experience that lets all of the gremlin-y, self-doubty things exist. But I know who I am, right? I, I have that history to, to fall back on. And ultimately, it's the thing that is getting me through, right? This little like lull of you're just kind of hanging in the air waiting to like get that second burst of wind to like make it all the way, you know, all the way over to solid ground, right? Right now I'm just in that like, I jumped. I'm waiting for the, like the jet stream to pick me up and like push me across the side or I'm just waiting for the gravity versus propulsion to to determine whether or not I'm going to make it over to the the solid ground either way I have hard evidence that I can do it right and that's what I mean by you have that too so when you take action there is going to be 
when you take action, when you make change, anything like that, there is going to be a time where it's like the honeymoon phase where you're like, yep, nothing's going to go wrong. This is great. I've already done it. I went, you know, take a, a different example. I went through, I threw everything, every garbage thing that I had in my pantry. I threw that all away. I've got nothing but chicken and broccoli and I'm doing great things, right? That exists. And you're super fired up and it's the greatest thing ever. And it, it's real. So honestly, if you can take advantage of it, take advantage of it. But just know, literally almost right behind it, you are going to feel self-doubt. You're going to hear gremlins. You're going to wonder what you did. You're going to get frustrated. All of that's going to happen. You're going to get scared. You're going to not know what to do, right? Or think you don't know what to do. And that's a lie. That's a lie you're telling yourself, right? Because you already took action. And in that moment, that's, it was a little glimmer of that person that you want to be, right? When you make a decision to change something for a, a moment, you're letting that new person choose for the person that you are right now. Trust that. I want you to trust that. I know exactly what it's like. I have felt those, like I felt those feelings as, mo- as recently as like hours ago, right? And it's okay to feel them. I felt my heart pound. I felt my palms get sweaty. I heard all the self-doubt. And I paused, right? And I stopped. And I remembered the things in my actual history that I have actually done. And this is no different than that. When I decided to, to get my gym membership, when I decided to sign up for this PMP certification, in those moments, the person that I am going to be, the better version of myself, the the person that the version of myself that I aspire to, that version made those decisions and it all it was was a split second. And I just have to trust that that's right. So I hope my story helps. Know that taking massive action is exhilarating. It's big. It's fun. At the same time, it's scary and it makes you vulnerable and it opens you up to self-doubt. Trust the person you are. And if that doesn't work, call in your super friends so that they can remind you who you are, right? I've got a, I've got a project management super friend. I've got a road to 40 super friend. I have plenty of other potential super friends out there that I can reach out to. They are important. Use them, right? Even if you don't think that you can, uh, you can call these people, 
that's a lie too, right? That same self-doubt that tells you you can't do it is the same person that tells you not to call your old friends because they don't care about you. That person's a liar, right? The fact that you're even thinking that, you know that that's a lie. Call them. People want to support you. If you got literally nobody in your Rolodex, I need you to send an email to 9.4.coaching at gmail.com and that's all spelled out. I will 100% support you because that's how we all progress, right? The rising tide lifts every ship up, right? So once again, I hope you took my unique story and can apply that, apply some things to, to your life, right? Taking massive action has some drawbacks, but it is ultimately worth it, right? I will catch you next time. Thanks.